0: Hello everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Extra Round Podcast. My name is Mike Dice. This week we have a special episode for you on the heels of Bellator 183. Welterweight champion Douglas Lima and Rory McDonald call into the show to talk about their recently announced fight in January at the Forum. First up is Douglas Lima. How are you, sir? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us.
1: No no problem.
0: So, you've uh, your last fight was in Madison Square Garden. Now you're fighting in the Forum. It's an iconic venue in its own right. Maybe not as much as Madison Square Garden, but still. Um, does that hold any kind of special meaning for you to be able to compete in the Forum and these two venues?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's important, you know, um, competing in these big arenas. Um, I love it, you know. That's the stuff that I want, that I need. You know, fighting the big shows, big arenas. You know, it's very, very important. You know, famous place, a lot of, you know, good... People, big people, like big name people performed there before, you know, so it's good. It's good to be, you know, doing the same thing.
0: Now, your last fight in Madison Square Garden for the title against the UFC Defector, um, maybe that was considered the biggest fight in your career, and then you turn right around and you're fighting Rory McDonald uh, in the main event of this fight. Is this the biggest fight of your career now?
1: Yeah, I think um, I take every fight. Serious, I take every fight the same way. For me, you know, uh, every fight is the biggest fight of my career. Uh, This one definitely got a little more meaning, you know, just because, you know, Rory has been considered a top welterweight for a long time, you know. So uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be important for my career to take out a guy like that, you know. So uh, definitely the biggest of my career so far. But, you know, for me, it's just another fighter, you know, just another guy. That I got to go through, you know, so, um, yeah
0: <laughs> Do you do anything different in your preparation or approach to this fight, or is it just kind of the same game plan over and over?
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty much the same. Of course, um, you know, my coaches work around, you know, his style and the stuff that he's good at, the stuff that he likes to do. You know, I'll, I'll leave that to the coach, to the coaches, you know. But, um, man, for me, it's just staying, staying ready, staying in shape, and you know? I was ready to fight him in, uh, november december you know a lot sooner than, than is happening right now but uh so i'm ready i'm already in shape you know what i mean i'm keeping my weight down um and doing everything right i'm healthy so that's a big plus for me you know just staying healthy right now and uh you know make sure i don't over because it's still so far out you know but uh, i'm still training you know i'm just getting better at the stuff that i need to get better everything <laughs> so um uh, You know, just stay healthy. The main thing right now is just staying healthy, you know, because we're still so far out. But, uh, you know, I'll be ready. I'll be ready to take this guy out.
0: You know, I've talked to a lot of fighters, and fighters who defer to their coaches to let their coaches do the analyzing of their opponents and watching the film. Some of them feel like they don't want to um, be caught up in that because it can almost kind of get in their own head, and they can be looking for things or kind of trying to force things. Are you the same way? Is that why you let them handle it?
1: Yeah, I am. I mean, I got, you know, my, my, you man. Know, he's really smart, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, you know, for example, like watching films, for example, I just watched it, you know, when the first fight, when the, when the fight got first announced, you know, I watched some of his fights one, two times, and then that's it, I don't watch it again, you know. <laughs> I leave that to my coaches. He's smart, you know, he knows what he's doing, you know, uh, you know, he can, you uh, he, you know, he'll work out a good game plan, you know what I mean? So I'll just tell him, you know, he'll just tell me what to do or what he's good at because, you know, he's got a better eye than me, you know, so he'll see things that I don't see, you know. So, uh, yeah, I just focus on the training. You know, I don't really care much about watching films on a guy except that first time, and, uh, you know, I'll let him – I'll do what he wants me to do.
0: Now, MMA is such a team sport. It's person versus person in the cage, but – uh, with the UFC fighters coming over, there kind of seems to be like a team, uh, one team versus another team kind of thing. Is that a motivating factor being kind of the Bellator guy welcoming these UFC fighters in and trying to make a statement?
1: Yeah, I think so, man. I think so. Just, you know, I've been here with Bellator for a long time, you know, uh, and finally all these guys are coming over, you know, something that I wanted for a long time, you know, cause I need to fight guys that people know, you know, um. Uh, it's important, man. It's important. I'm here to defend, you know, of course, my belt, but also the brand. I think it's important, you know, because uh, I grew with the company, uh, you know, and I, I'm going to show the world that, you know, best welterweight is here in Bellator, too, you know, not just, you know, the other promotion. You know, man, we ranked, you know, we're supposed to be on the top five. It doesn't matter which promotion. It's, about, it's all about the fighters at the end of the day, not company, you know. So um, it's good for me to come here and show show these guys you know like i said before bring them all i'm gonna take them out one by one
0: as you mentioned um you know you've been with beltor for so long uh, scott coker is known as like a, a, an owner or a promoter who really works with the fighters and has the fighters best interest in mind has he done anything to kind of reward you for your loyalty and for you know your success in the cage
1: Um, man, Scott's done a lot, you know, he's a very, like to say, he's a good guy, man, he cares, he really cares about the fighters, you know, uh, uh, honestly, I don't deal with him myself when it comes to that, you know, I let my manager handle most of this stuff, but uh, man, he's done, everything he's done is good, you know, for the show, you know, I just renewed my contract with Bellator, um, you know, got six more fights, so, you know, I'm happy with that, Uh, I'm happy, I'm happy with everything, everything is going good, you know, i've been treated very well here you know they really take care of me as a champion and uh yeah man i'm happy i'm happy and i'm very glad that he's uh he's the he's the one you know taking bellator to the next step you know because you know he knows what he's doing you know and like you say he cares about the fighters you know so that's a big plus you know for for mma right now
0: and Getting back to this title fight a little bit, uh, you know, you're fighting Warren McDonald, you fought Lawrence Larkin, um, and and I think some people at least considered you maybe the underdog in that both these matchups. Um, mm-hmm. is that? You, but you're the champion, and these guys are challenging you for your title. Is that a, an extra mm-hmm. kind of motivating thing for you? Do you enjoy being the underdog, or does it make you mad, upset?
1: No, it doesn't make me mad. You know, I just love proving people wrong. You know. <laughs> You know, my last fight against Larkin, I was a huge underdog. You know, not just for the fans, even media. Everybody chose Larkin over me, you know. It's just because, you know, he used to fight for the other promotion. You know, they don't look at the styles of fighting. I I think they they don't at times, you know. Uh, And, man, I just proved him all wrong. You know, I beat him pretty clearly, you know. So, um, I'll be a, a huge underdog on this fight, I'm pretty sure, you know. I just, as far as the fans, I can see 90%, 90%, you know, is backing Rory. Just as far as Twitter and all that stuff that I read, you know, everybody's saying that I got zero chance, man. Just the way they say it's like, man, you're going to get killed, you're going to get murdered. And it's like, man, these guys have no idea, man. Just because they know who Rory is, you know, they think he's going to, you know, just go through me. He's like, man. These guys have no idea, man. I just can't wait to prove them all wrong. definitely gives me more motivation. And, man, I know what I can do, man. I know what I can do. I know the power that I have. And, man, I'm going to put this guy away. I'm going to put him away. I'm going to prove him all wrong, you know. So, you know, it's just another chance to prove, you know, where I stand in this division. You know, maybe some people never heard of me. Maybe they never see me fight. But, man, man, they're going to learn after this fight.
0: You know, you mentioned the fans not knowing who you are, not knowing that you're the uh, knockout king of Bellator. I think you hold the Mm -hmm. record for most knockouts at Bellator, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, Is that how you're looking to finish this fight against Rory McDonald?
1: That's right. You know, I hold the most knockouts in the company. You know, I'm just going to add another one to the list. You know, I'm going to finish this guy. I'm going to knock him out. You know, um, people don't believe me, but they will January 20th. You know, after the fight, they'll believe me. They'll know that I'm for real. And then they will know that I'm the champion for a reason, you know. I hold the belt, and man, he's the challenger here, not me. You know, I'm the champion in my house. You know, I'm going to knock him out.
0: And uh, McDonald compared the fashion when you guys met uh, during Bellator 183. He compared the fashion in which you beat similar opponents as the reason why he's the favorite. Uh, does that actually mean anything?
1: <laughs> I guess it does for him. But, man, like I said before, MMA math doesn't work, man. Larkin beat a guy that beat him. You know, what does that say? You know, it doesn't work that way, man. You know, just styles. Styles make fight. You know, I think his strongest is the ground, and that's where Daly, you know, has the you know the more gaps in you know, his game. He took him there. He finished him there. Fine. But, man, I beat Daly where Daly is the strongest. You know, he's the... He's a great striker. You know, he's got, what, 40 KOs in his career, 35 if I'm not mistaken. You know, I, you know, pretty much almost finished him standing up. You know, I knocked the guy down three times. So, you know, it's just styles, man. Styles make fight, you know. I beat him where he's strongest, you know. He beat him where, you know, he's known for, you know, the ground is kind of like his weakness, you know. So, man, it is what it is. He can say whatever he wants to say. Man, I don't care who he's beaten before. I'm telling him, you know, he's going to fight me. You know, he's never faced me before And he's gonna feel it As soon as the fight starts, he's gonna know that I'm for real And that I'm, you know, gonna be there to knock him out
0: He's also mentioned moving up in weight And pursuing fights Is that something that you consider? Maybe like a name like Gegard Mousasi As you look for these kind of names to build your brand?
1: Yeah, man, that would be a great fight Should i love to fight Mousasi, you know But of course, I'm not looking past War. You know, I got a, a big tech, task ahead of me But, uh man, a fight with Musashi at 185 would be great, you know, especially if he has the belt by then, you know, but man, can't look too far out, man, Musashi's got a tough fight ahead of him, too. Man, I really believe that, you know, Flamenco's gonna, is gonna beat him, you know, so, um, I don't know, I just want the big fights for sure, you know, um, but if, You know, if it gets to a point where that could happen, I'll definitely move up and face him. Definitely, you know, that would be a big thing. You know, um, I don't feel like I'm a small, full middleweight, you know, so that's in the future for sure.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us. It was great. Best of luck to you.
1: Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one.
0: Great to hear from Douglas Lima. Certainly seems to be relishing the underdog role headed into the biggest fight of his career. Now we welcome Rory McDonald to the show. How are you? I'm good, you I'm doing good. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to talk to us.
2: Oh, My pleasure. So
0: when you appeared at Bellator 183, you're wearing the turtleneck. It got a lot of attention. Did that kind of surprise you?
2: Yeah, it did surprise me. I I didn't have any idea that I was going to go viral or anything like that. It was just a bizarre thing, but I had a good time with it.
0: Do you see this uh, maybe becoming a staple for you, kind of like the victory sweater for <laughs> Fedor?
2: you know what I I think I might you know I might uh, do a a couple turtleneck looks in the future I don't know when it'll come at random moments I think just to keep people on their toes but we could probably see more of that
0: so you're fighting uh, in the forum it's this uh, iconic venue um, at least in California anyways but you know kind of nationally as well does that kind of hold any significant value for you being able to fight in a place that has this kind of history
2: no, outside of the fact that I thought it was a nice arena, um, and it's always it's always nice fighting in a nice venue. It makes it feel a little more special, but as far as like iconic or anything like that, never it's never done anything for me.
0: And you're fighting Douglas Lima, the welterweight champion in Bellator. Um, have you been impressed with what he's been able to do in Bellator? He's set the record for most knockouts in the promotion, two title reigns, these kind of things.
2: Yeah, sure. He's done well for himself. Um, you know, he's uh, he's in the position he's in because you know he's he's the top talent in, in the division. He showed that. So it's exciting to step up to to uh, this guy, you know, and, and, and show everybody what's what who really is the, the best here.
0: You know, MMA math is something that always kind of gets discussed, and, and you mentioned that you guys have similar opponents and that you've uh, beaten them in such a fashion. Some people, I think, downplay that, and some people, I think, really consider these things when breaking down a fight. Uh, you obviously seem to consider these things. Why why are those things important?
2: Well, you know, um, I could just uh, you could just see the skill set, and you could see the intention and the direction of how the fights go, and that. That kind of shows what the fighter is and what the fighter is made of mentally, inside, physically, things like that. So um, there is a difference between the A-level fighters and the A-plus level fighters. That's what I'm about to go show against this guy.
0: So when you watched him fight the guys that you fought and you were able to kind of see those those gaps, and what, what might those gaps be as far as his like mentality goes?
2: Um, the intention. The intentions to hurt. And to to
0: finish. Gotcha. You also um, kind of, you referred to this list uh, that Lima and his title are the first things on the list. And then you're going to move on to the next. What's the next thing on the list?
2: I would say the middleweight title. But who knows if Bellator is going to let me do that. But I'm going to do everything in my power to make that happen
0: why is that such a high priority for you as opposed to just dominating one division? Is it to, uh, you know, stamp, stamp your legacy is the guy who's won two trials. Um,
2: it's exciting to me. Um, it's uncharted territory. It, it would be something new. Um, I've been fighting at welterweight for like 10 years now. And, uh, I'd like to just, I'd like to just feel that, you know, that, that size difference, um, against, the the more skilled guys out there, like Vasasi or things like that. So it's just something that I uh, I want to experience. Um, I know that I'm capable of beating larger opponents, so it's just about going out there and and experiencing, and showcasing my skill set against larger guys.
0: You t- you kind of mentioned something about um, it's exciting for you. Do you when you're going into a fight? Do you kind of have to find that thing that makes it exciting as opposed to just another fight?
2: Um, to me, in my mind, it's exciting to put a beating on somebody. I don't necessarily like it when I'm getting hurt, so it excites me to imagine me putting on a, a beautiful performance that is violent and lets out whatever's inside of me. You know, it's it's a outlet, and that that uh, that fuels my. Um, my excitement.
0: You know, the the answer kind of, I think, uh, captures this kind of aura that you've built about yourself as this, um, at least when it comes to being your performance in the cage, this kind of dark side of you. You know, there was the, uh, the gif you tweeted at Douglas Lima. Um, w- is this all kind of just something that's kind of happened organically or is this something that translates into your personal life? Is this?
2: Sure. It's just, you know, um, yeah. I I I don't know how to word that. It's uh, I have uh, I have an energy in 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 me, and I've always had that at a young age. And uh, unfortunately, for a long time, I didn't know how to how to get that get rid of that in a positive way. Mixed martial arts has been able to give me that that platform to um, be an outlet for me in a positive way. Uh, to get that energy and, and that, that thing out of me, you know? So it's exciting for me to, to be able to go and do that and, and to do something that I love to do. You know, it, it's fun.
0: Now you did a Reddit AMA session recently. Uh, the fans on Reddit, they love you. They, they really, they really admire I, you a lot. Did you have fun being able to interact with the fans like that? Is that some, is that you're an enjoy, more enjoyable way of interacting with fans than in other ways?
2: I would say so. I you know, just sitting down for an hour and just, you know, you know, having conversation like that. Um, that was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed that.
0: And I believe on that um AMA session, you mentioned that one of the, that you've trained the best between Wonder Boy and uh the daily fight. Um is that gonna continue? Is that like a progression that's continuing leading into this fight or something that's continued after the daily fight?
2: Yeah, I've I've continued that same philosophy in my training and uh, energy and things like that. So I, I I'm feeling very clear uh, with with the direction of where I'm taking my flights, and that's uh, I'm feeling very confident about that. Before I had so many strengths and didn't know where to take it necessarily, and because I wanted to go this way, that way, show this and show that, and be this guy and be that guy, so it could be a bit confusing because there's just so many uh um so many uh routes you could take in mixed martial arts as a well-rounded kind of guy things can kind of get lost um and uh i just i i've recently found clarity and you know in my strengths and how to how to go about delivering that in in a fight
0: you you also said that you didn't like the way you trained for wonder boy is what you just mentioned is that what you didn't like about it the fact that you were trying to focus on being well-rounded instead of your strengths
2: well no actually i wasn't being well-rounded i was trying to be a karate guy for that fight and that's what really pisses me off because i'm not a karate guy i've never done karate and i went in there and tried to play the karate game with a karate guy it's mind-boggling that i even had that outlook but um yeah, just something I regret doing, but it got me to where I am now. It got me in that zone. So it, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you know, things clicked afterwards.
0: And and Douglas Lima mentioned that he was kind of hoping that this fight wouldn't be so far away that it would be a little bit sooner. Do you feel the same way, or is you still <laughs> yeah. enjoying that window of time?
2: No, I really wish it was uh, a lot earlier. I wish it would have been this summer, but. Uh, you know, it is what
0: it is. Going forward after this fight, is it, are you looking to not wait as long? Or are you looking to go to like a three, four oh, month? W-
2: Trust me, it wasn't my decision to wait this long. I was asking them to get me mm-hmm. on that New York show in June. Thank you so much oh, for uh, all right? okay, we can go.
0: taking the time out to talk to me. I really appreciate yeah. it. There you have it. Rory McDonald illustrating why he's such a fan favorite there. Embracing the turtleneck love on social media and issuing dark warnings to fighters in his division. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Extra Rounds podcast, everybody. We're interviewing fighters all the time. And if you're interested in more than just listening to the interview, we stream Wednesday on Facebook Live on the Sports Illustrated MMA page at 2 p.m. Central. Make sure to check it out.